Welcome back to another mini, what do we call them again? Mini series episode. That's all right. Uh, welcome back <laughs> to another, don't worry, we'll cut that first bit out, mini series podcast episode where we cover just a single topic for the own, for the whole episode with the goal of reducing the amount of our chit chat that you have to listen to to get the answer that you want. So today's question is, how much protein should you be having? Why should you be having this protein? And what are some good sources of this protein? And not the source kind. Sourzle. <laughs> Sourzle. Um, would you like to start with how much and why? And then I can Of course. Add. So protein is often referred to as the building blocks for muscle. If you go to the gym and you lift weights and you have, you know, great progressive overload, and you're ticking all the right boxes in terms of your training, but you're not getting enough protein in, you will not grow muscle. You literally need protein to be able to build muscle. It's like trying to become hydrated without drinking water. It's one has to follow the other. An analogy that I used a while ago was, because they talk about protein being the building blocks, was literally bricks for a house. So if you imagine you have a house there and you've got your concrete slab, you've got your frames, you've got your brickies are there, you've got your brickies labourer, you've got your trowel, you've got your mortar, you've got your um, little thing that sends the bricks to where they've got to go, you've got all that stuff, you're all set. All of those things, that would be your training, you know, that would be enough calories, that would be progressive overload in your training, it would be nice workout equipment because you know you need that to be able to get gains, all of those things. But you didn't have bricks. You're not going to build a house. You will not be able to build a brick house without the bricks. And that's what protein is when it comes to growing muscle. A few reasons you might want to grow muscle. Just in case anyone's listening and they're thinking, I don't care about the muscle, I just want to lose the fat. There's a few reasons you might care about muscle. Number one, most people, their dream physique or their goal physique has much more muscle than you realize. If you look at an Instagram, either fitfluencer or model, or, you know, like if you look at your dream physique, most of the time you will not realize actually how much muscle mass that individual has. You might call it tone, or you might think that they're lean, or you might think of one of these things. However, 99 times out of 100, that individual has a, a good volume of muscle mass and actually more than probably what you realize. Another reason might be metabolism. There's a link between um, the signal that you send being a muscle building signal and the signal that will therefore speed up your metabolism. So might be able to get you into a better position for your fat loss phase or not have to drop lower. But that's the that's the why we need the protein and the role that it plays. In terms of how much do you need, this is super easy. The studies show that the range we want is between 1.8 to 2.2 grams per kilogram of body weight. Now, to give you an example, let's just use a 75 kilo individual which is myself, If so you would take 75 kilos, so your body weight, times it by 1.8. So that'll be 135. So I need 135 grams of protein if I'm using the 1.8 um, part of that range. Either do you, when would you use 1.8, when would you use 2.2? So 1.8 would be either if you're looking, if you're reverse dieting, if you're maintaining, if you're main gaining, 
if you're in a calorie surplus, like as a, a bulk or build phase. Any of those um, times, you can use the 1.8 end of the scale. When would you use the 2.2 end of the scale? That would be if you were in a fat loss phase. When you lose fat or when you lose weight, some of that will be body fat and some of that will be muscle. Ideally, we want to tip the scale to have to be losing the most amount of body fat and the least amount of muscle mass. That's the goal. And the reason for that, there's a few reasons. One, it goes back to what I just said about muscle mass. You do not realize how much more muscle mass you would choose. If you had a dial, I've spoken about this before, if you had a dial for body fat and a dial for muscle mass, because they're the only changes you can make to your physique. All these things about body recomp, well, that's just turning one down and turning one up. Building, that's holding one same, turning one up. Cutting, that's turning one down. Um, any of these toning, any words, there's only two things you can do your body. You can increase, decrease body fat. You can increase, decrease muscle mass. They're your only two options. So if I gave you a, two dials and said, all right, there's your dial for your body fat. There's your dial for your muscle mass. I want you to turn them and get them to a place where your dream physique shows up on that screen. Kind of like when you go to a dentist to get Invisalign braces, who is today's sponsor, you, they give you like an example of how your teeth would look, you know, after the Invisalign. And you can choose, okay, I want, you know, <laughs> this to be a bit wider. Or I want it changed a little bit. Imagine you could do that with your dream physique. Most people would turn that muscle mass more than double what they think that they would. No one thinks they care about muscles. No one thinks that they... But the physique that you look at, when you look at that screen, and you know, you, you've been turning and turning and turning and I'm not talking about a bodybuilder physique. I'm not talking about that because I know majority of people actually don't want a bodybuilder physique. Some people do, and that's fine if that's your goal. However, major, the vast majority of people just want to look good naked or in a bikini or whatever. And that is a lot more muscle mass than what you probably realize. So during when you're losing weight, you want to hold as much muscle mass so that you look better once you reduce that body fat. Once that body fat comes down and you've turned that dial down and down during your fat loss phase, you get to the end of your fat loss phase, and that is what your toned physique will look like. If you lose all that muscle, you just spend all that time building, you will end up a skinnier version of yourself. A lot of people think that's what they want. Because they're like, I don't care, I just as long as the scale says a number that I'm happy with, you won't. You will not be happy. Not only that, but that's the harder track anyway. The simpler track is to keep your muscle mass high. So during a fat loss phase, when you're losing muscle and body fat, to try and tip the scale to lose mostly fat and least muscle, what we do is we increase protein. Increasing that protein helps to maintain as much muscle mass as possible. There's a bit more to it. Your training has to be right, etc. However, just from a protein point of view, you need high, high protein during that fat loss phase. I think to add on to that as well um, with protein and the importance of it and why, of course, it's important for muscle growth and that's what we're talking about in this context. But don't forget that protein as you age is extremely important to prevent muscle wastage and um, also um, to help with immune function and it, it helps with your skin and your bone density and there's so many more important roles that muscle plays. So if you are like, oh, you know, the muscle I could take or leave and you're still not convinced – 
increase it for the overall health benefits to keep you healthy and provide longevity as well. Now, when it comes to... I'll add one more bit to that. Yeah. Because there is a time where you will not use that 1.8 to 2.2 calculation. Oh, yeah. And I'll I'll super quickly cover that. If we look at myself being 75 kilos and at that weight... I need that 135 grams of protein. That's because of how much muscle mass that it predicts that I will have. Let's say I gain 30 kilos, 25 kilos, let's say, to bring me up to 100. Let's say I gain 25 kilos of body fat. All of a sudden, that will put me at 100 kilos, and that will mean that my daily protein will be 180 instead of 135. But the protein in this instance, protein does other things, but for muscle protein synthesis, which is muscle growth, the protein only needs to supply enough protein for the muscle. The extra weight that I have is not muscle. Mm -hmm. It's body fat. So I don't have to have, I don't have to increase from 135 up to 180 grams in that instance. Perfect world. How How do you work out what to do? Perfect world. You could have an autopsy, weigh your muscle, and then eat the right amount for that. But that's not possible. It's so difficult to get your exact muscle mass. There are machines that do not work. Like, um, what are those ones you stand on in the gym? In body. In body. They don't work. You stand, you hold your hands on the probes. and There's another one at the shops. I can't remember what it's called now. But any of those machines that say that, don't use them. There's, they're not ac- the technology does not yet exist to have accuracy. Even DEXA. There's a couple studies that show that DEXA is quite inaccurate. The only accurate, the only accurate method really is MRI. That shows to have a 99% accuracy rate, um, and they worked that out because they did literally do autopsies. So they would MRI someone, and then when they passed away, they would literally we- measure their bone and muscle, and that had a 99% accuracy rate. Uh, anyway, what could you do in that case? How do you work it out? We have a hack, and what you would do is use your Goal body weight. So give me an example. I currently weigh 75. Let's say I went up to 100. What's your goal body weight, Brad? I want to be 75 kilos. Use your goal body weight, not just your next goal. Like if I got to 90, I'd be happy and then I'd get to 80. No. What's your ultimate end goal? And don't worry if you're five kilos out or something. It won't make a big difference. Pick your goal body weight and use that times by 1.8 in your reverse main gain maintenance and 2.2 during your fatless phase. Perfect. All right. Now, quickly, let's cover some protein sources because it seems to be the hardest um, the hardest food for most people to get in. So when it comes to protein sources, we're looking at things like steak, chicken, pork, fish. Okay. So these are the most efficient, high protein, but also at the same time, low calorie. So we call this value for money, essentially. It's a really easy way to, to relate. Value for money or value for calorie when it comes to protein is meat, okay? So that's the first thing. Now, when it comes to eggs, be careful. Whole eggs are higher in calories and lower in protein in comparison to something like egg white. So often, if you're having two eggs for breakfast, I would you know even consider having one egg with four egg whites okay and that's going to really bump up your protein Um, things like 
um, mints, okay, Greek yogurt, tofu if you are vegetarian or vegan, lentils if you are vegetarian or are vegan, you've got tuna, prawns, um, salmon, okay, edamame is another good one, edamame beans, you can also get high protein pasta, Veda Pasta is an awesome brand that does high protein pasta, um, protein powder, protein water, making sure that we're having whey, okay, we're going to do a whole nother episode on collagen, but collagen does not count. Um, so there's some really good ideas. Steer clear. If you are really looking to bump up your protein, steer clear from things like protein bars and protein balls. Why? They are high calorie and provide very little protein for the calorie value. Um, and it's just, <clears throat> it's just a really inefficient way. The most efficient way is meat and protein powder. Now, just quickly, how do you get 130 grams of protein? This is what I Wait, do. Before you do that, you can use protein bars. You can. If you enjoy protein bars, yeah. I use them and they're a handy travel snack mm. for me. If yeah. I know that I'm going to be out at the jetty fishing for two hours. <laughs> like you're about to. Like I'm about to and I'm going to miss my protein for the day and I've got the calories to spare, then in that case, a protein bar, no problem at all. There's yeah. absolutely no issues with it. If you're in the end of your fat loss phase or coming towards it and you're struggling to get protein high enough while sticking within your calories that would be the instance where you need to probably dial in and have the best bang for buck or value high protein low calories or if you're just starting your journey and you've worked out i currently eat 40 grams and how on earth am i going to get 140 at the start then what ash is about to say will blow your melon clean off your shoulders it will be harder everyone goes all right cool I'm going to get all the protein snacks. I'm going to get protein this, protein that. It's so much easier with the way that I think Ash is about to explain it. All right, 130 grams of protein. This is the easiest way to get it, most efficient way for less calories and the most amount of protein. So 130 grams of protein for 625 calories. Are you ready? Write it down. 170 grams of plain Greek yogurt, one scoop of protein powder, and then 200 grams of chicken or steak over lunch, and then dinner, and so, boom. So that Chobani yogurt yeah. with protein powder mixed yep. in, that's breakfast? Yep. Do you know how much protein that is? Oh, not off the top of my head now. I can't remember. Okay. Um, it's just when you start, guys, you, you'll see when you start entering into my fit, fitness power, I stop paying attention to the mm. individual protein amounts of each. It's about 15 grams for your yogurt, and then it's depending on what protein powder you use. It's about, it will be somewhere between 22 and 30 grams of protein per scoop. So you're looking at, you know, anywhere from sort of 35 to, oh, sometimes I've had 50 grams of protein, depending on the protein powder that I use. And brekkie, you might want to swap out for an egg white omelette. Like there's heaps and heaps yeah. of options. But that was just, that's yeah. just like a really easy. I think the two key takeaways there are lunch and dinner. Yeah. And I think this is where a lot of people trip up and this is where you can change your life. 200 grams of either chicken or steak at lunch. That is super achievable. And that's 44 grams of protein. Exactly. You do that at lunch and you do that at dinner you're not you're in spitting different distance of 100 you're yep. at 88 call it 90 grams of protein and you've only had 200 grams of meat but that doesn't mean so i know that for you to sit down to a 200 gram is that what you said yep yep yeah. so but I'm, what i'm about to say is i know for you sitting down to 200 grams of meat on your plate easy peasy for a lot of women they don't like that right that doesn't mean just wait that doesn't mean 200 grams of just plain meat on your on your plate this could be 
meat in a wrap, meat with rice, meat with potato, meat on a sandwich, right? Could be your spaghetti bolognese. You've got 200 grams of meat in there. So don't just think it's a plain piece of 200 grams dry chicken that, you know, hubby's overcooked on the barbecue. It's not that. It doesn't have to be that. Minute steak is what my parents used to do on the barbecue and they did not cook it for one minute. Do not recommend. Do not. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe (laughs) if possible. Um, A little hack one that I love is... Is it Parmigiana where it's it's like a homemade Parmigiana where you do chicken and bacon? Chicken and ham. Chicken and ham. With tomato paste and then cheese on top. Because you're getting the chicken, 200 grams of chicken, plus you're getting the ham. Ham's quite high in protein. If you've got the calories for it, that's like just... Bit of cheese, a bit of extra protein oh, too. You don't even, we don't even crumb it because like obviously that's extra calories. No, if you're in a reverse diet, perfect. Um, um, last yeah. thing to add, collagen is not... A great source of protein. I just said that. I wasn't listening. I was <laughs> filling up my water from the fridge. Getting ready for catching all of the fish. Fish are also a great source of protein. But we'll do a different podcast for that. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in and we love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye.